This is going to be the Huskies on tap live edition post game show. Couldn't figure out how to get the spaces working from the Huskies on tap account, but you guys all know I'm the man behind the account. Uh, and it was a hell of a night. Um, didn't start out our way. Game started 10 nothing. Ball State. Offense didn't really look like they were in that type of rhythm that they've been in over the past few weeks. But the way the defense played in the first half, and especially in the second half, the way I look at it, uh, they pretty much they held Ball State from scoring with the exception of the safety and touchdown, which was a nine-point swing. That was terrible at the time. But they really, really picked it up in the third and fourth quarter, getting many key stops to to hold ball state out of the end zone. And they eventually got that field goal late. Uh, and it's crazy how it works. John Richardson makes, you know, he, he kicks the squib kick. It goes out of bounds. They get the ball to 35. They get great field position and they come down and get a kick. And then we get the ball back. We drive down the field that fourth and two, like flick pass to Clint Rakovich was absolute insanity. And it got the sticks moving. Uh, they were able to get the ball down the field and get in position. Thanks to a 15 yard penalty uh, from ball state and unnecessary roughness on Clint, which I think it's absolutely insane that that man was able to pick up Clint Clint's 220 pounds. He's not a light running back, but the 15 yard penalty ultimately puts Northern in position to kick the game winning field goal. And the rest is history. John Richardson makes the field goal. He does the ice in his veins celebration. He runs over to the ball state sideline. And I found out later in the press conference uh, from Rocky and from the players that that was actually planned. They had planned on celebrating and actually winning the trophy. And that was the planned celebration. I, unbeknownst to them, the trophy was already in the locker room. So uh, John went over there and, and was doing his dance and his celebration. And, and you absolutely love to see it. This is what college sports are all about. Uh, at the beginning of the season, NIU was picked last, dead last, by the Twitter nerds and the blue check mark brigade, and even the sports books. NIU was plus 4,000 at the beginning of the year to win the MAC. We play Buffalo next week and we play Western Michigan. I don't know what's going on right now in the Central Michigan Kent State game, but I believe. Uh, Central Michigan's actually going to win that game. They were, yeah, they're up 54 to 30, absolutely destroying Kent State. So Central Michigan will stay one game behind us. We go into Buffalo next week on the road. The way Buffalo has been playing, that should be a game that we have the ability to win. But on the, in the MAC conference, any given Tuesday, any given Wednesday, any given day of the week, anything can happen. But the way this team battled is really what we need to talk about. So I was talking with a gentleman up in the press box just about being able to see the maturity of the team this year. In these games last year, we were losing these one possession games. But this year, we find ways, like Coach Hammock says, it's one of his favorite quotes. And, and I, I love when he says it. Uh, it's amazing. We find a way to have one more point than the other team. And that's what we did tonight. I mean, they beat Georgia Tech by one point. The Central Michigan game, I believe, was like a one or two point victory in tonight one more point than the other team. And if we weren't able to win that game or weren't able to win the game tonight, the difference would have been the safety. I mean, the safety was a huge play for ball state at the beginning of the half. I have never seen our offensive line or our, our special teams line break down like that, but they got back to it. 
Rocky was able to move the ball through the air. He had, you know, it's crazy that I say this now, but I messaged Cole Tucker before the game. And I said, speaking two touchdowns and 100 yards into existence for you, brother. And the kid ends up on the day with a touchdown, a huge 59 yarder from Rocky right before the half to execute. Well, we didn't execute the two for one, but we got the one before the half, but Clint or not Clint uh, Cole ends the day with six catches for 103 yards and a touchdown Trayvon Rudolph, eight catches for 108 yards. Rocky, 264 yards on the day with a touchdown and an interception, uh, 122 rating and 23 of 38. And then there's three there's three guarantees in life, death, taxes, and Northern Illinois running backs running for over 100 yards. Jay Ducker finishes the day, 24 carries, 155 yards. This game had a little bit of everything. It had everything you could want in a football game all the way down to two, you know, lead taking kicks. Ours ended up being a game winning kick. But I found out in the press conference at the end of this game that NIU held the lead for only 59 seconds tonight, 59 seconds. But as I said to, you know, the guy that said that at the end of the day in the press conference, all that matters is, is, is that you're ahead at the end of the game. Uh, it was one of those games where like, if to compare it to like basketball where the team's up by like 20 all game, and then you hit a game winning three to knock them out. The resiliency of this team is second to none. The coaching of this team is second to none. Uh, you know, as, as a member of the media and someone that sits in the press box, we hear, you know, the coaches' reactions. We see when they have the long face after a loss. And all we heard was the loudest of let's goes and celebrations as they were making their way to that elevator, get down to field level after the game. I've said it before and I'll say it again. This NIU football team has the team of destiny feel to it. And they are one game closer to that final goal of getting to Detroit and winning a MAC championship from 0-6 last year, from last to first. And at the end of the press conference, Coach Hammock asked, he, he turned the tables on us. He asked all of us a question and he said, you know, are you guys having as much fun covering this as we are playing in it? And we all started laughing and said, absolutely yes. Um, you know, there's no cheering in the press box. I'm a white knuckle under the table guy, a let's go guy under the table and a golf clap guy. But these guys are my friends. Like these are my classmates. These are a, a lot of these people we've had on the show, coaches included. And we've always prided ourselves on being different than your traditional form of media. And it has been an absolute immense amount of fun covering this team and seeing them grow. And as someone who will continue to follow this team after I graduate next month, I'm very excited for the future, but to be in the position that they are in currently with everything still in front of them with an opportunity to win the Mac West and to win the Mac conference. Oh no, I'm going to get fried for that and to win the Mac outright. And I can't edit that one out. If I would have did it, you know, non-live, I would have been able to edit that out, but you guys hear my mistakes in the flesh, but they have a chance to win the Mac. And with the Kent state loss today, Kent state will now be tied with Miami of Ohio at the top of the Eastern Eastern side of the conference. So we could get a rematch with Kent state if we get to Detroit, or we could end up playing against Miami of Ohio that stuff is still to be determined at a later date. But what, what's important right now is we found a way to win a football game tonight. And it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the way you would want to win a football game. But again, as Coach Hammock always says, it's us. 
And they embrace that. They embrace being that, that team that can come in and find a way to win a junkyard game and find a way to get a boneyard victory and win the game by one point. It's our identity to, to ground and pound and then eventually take our shots. And, and let's talk about the, the offense with 40 or 50 seconds left before the half. A lot of people were, a lot of people would play for the field goal in that position. Not Coach Hammock, not Rocky Lombardi, and certainly not Cole Tucker. Cole Tucker takes, a, I believe it was a 58-yard touchdown right before the half. The guy was absolutely wide open. There wasn't a, a Ball State defender within 100 yards of him, and I know I'm being dramatic, but the kid was wide open, and it was a great momentum play to grab before the half. Now, obviously, it didn't completely trans transfer over to the second half because we gave up that safety and then a touchdown drive right away. But from that touchdown drive until Ball State kicked that field goal at the very end of the game, the defense did not allow a point. They allowed no sort of drive continuity. And there was a couple three and outs in there. There was great plays by the defensive backs. There was great plays and great hits on kickoff. David Schinhoster, who's, a, I believe, a freshman, had an absolute lights-out hit stick on kickoff. Jordan Gandy had a couple hit sticks. And overall, it was just a great team victory. It after last night with the momentum that the basketball team, you know, basketball won last night, a power five game on the road too. And I wrote an article about that. Like I said, we'll be doing written articles uh, for the basketball team after every single game, but for football, a conference game, a trophy game, the bronze stock, something that we haven't had in a few years here in DeKalb and they found a way to win the game. That celebration was nuts. Uh, I was trying as I was taking the video not to be too like rocky handed or shaky handed and to try and just really embrace the moment. But this is what sports are all about. You got a two point deficit with a minute and 40 left with your brand new quarterback without your number one weapon in Tyrese Ritchie. And, you know, Trayvon Rudolph has played phenomenal all season and he's going to take that role when, when Tyrese leaves. But to get down the field, you have a fourth down conversion in there. You have a couple QB scrambles by Rocky, which let's talk about Rocky, man. Rocky had two push punts today that were pinned inside the 10 yard line over 250 yards, plenty of key scrambles that got us first downs. And the guy was money with the exception of his interception. And the interception was like, it was a third down. It was a very short arm punt is what we'll say, but the kid is, is cold as ice. John Richardson is cold as ice. I knew as long as we got that kick within 50 yards that Richardson was going to be able to bring it home and, and get us the victory. But I think the final was, was like a 32-yard field goal to, to call game. And, yeah, it was a 32-yard field goal. You can't write it any better than that. Uh, you look down on the sideline and, and all the players are, are holding. You know, they're, they're like hooked at the arm and Coach Hammock is in there in the mix and it's incredible, man. I mean, sports puts you through every single type of emotion during the course of a game. And then you add match into that and it's even more intense. And then you add the factor into that, that I am not allowed to cheer in the press box. And for those of you that know me, I live and die with every single snap. So hats off to the NIU coaching staff, hats off to the game day people for another incredible game day and hats off most importantly, to our amazing student athletes. Some of these guys may have had class today. I know I did the tweet yesterday that said all night classes should be canceled. But the fact of the matter is, Maction is, 
it's almost like high school football where it's like you have class during the day you got to sit in the front you got to be suited and booted you got to be ready to roll and then you ride over to the facility and by the game by nighttime it's it's time for you to go out there and perform and I couldn't be more proud of these guys for the way they performed for the way they stayed resilient and the way they found a way to win this football game that was a lot of ways but (laughs) offensive player of the game I'm giving it to Cole Tucker today um crazy that you know, every now and then I do these, you know, little pregame texts or pregame messages to the guys, people that we've had on the show. And, and I give them a little prediction. I told Lance yesterday or Monday before I left class, I said, I went on the show and predicted 10 tackles from you. We'll check and see where he ended up. But to, to give Cole like a little message, a little pep talk before the game saying that he's going to get a hundred tonight. He's going to get two scores. Well, he got one. We'll take it kid played lights out. He's been out for a majority of the season. And a lot of people didn't know if we were going to see Cole Tucker back in an, in an NIU uniform, as we've said on the show, uh, the injury information isn't as public as it would be in the NFL. So we didn't really know when we would get Cole Tucker back. And this is only a second game back. He gets over the hundred yard mark. He finds a key touchdown and we find a way to win a football game. Special teams MVP. I think this goes without being said, uh, John Richardson, Point blank period. The kid hits the game winning field goal, ice in his veins. He had the celebration to follow. I'm sure Pat McAfee's losing his brain right now for the brand. But yeah, John Richardson, special teams player of the game. Everything you could ask for from him. And I know we've kind of harped on him for keeping kicks in bounds. But aside from the Wyoming game, this was the first time that a kick ended up out of bounds. And it wasn't a normal kick. When you squib kick it, anything can happen on that squib kick. So the ball didn't roll our way. They were able to get the ball to 35 yard line. They moved the ball down the field and they got that field goal, but John Richardson hits the game winning field goal. And that is why he is my special teams player of the game on the defensive side of the ball, the Swiss army knife, our guy, Dylan Thomas, five solos, seven total. He had one TFL assist, which was a big TFL in the first half. And Another guy, I mean, Dylan Thomas didn't have a role on this team at the beginning of the season. He had bounced around between cornerback and safety, and now he's found a home as the line, as the Rover linebacker on this team. And you have to be extremely proud of Dylan Thomas, the way he's stayed resilient through position changes, the way he's trusted his technique and the way he's trusted his abilities. And the coach, the coaches gave him an opportunity to become a starter again in this off or in this defense at a completely new position at the Rover linebacker position. And he leads the tackles and, or he leads the team in tackles most weeks. Like the kid is all over the field. He's a little undersized for the position, but if you know anything about Dylan Thomas, you know, the kid plays with an extreme amount of heart and he is not going to be beat on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Saturday, because we play on any given day of the week, but overall offensive player of the game, like I said, Cole Tucker, over 100 yards, a touchdown, absolutely stepped up when we needed him the most with the absence of Tyrese Ritchie. Special teams MVP, John Richardson, like I said, it goes without being said. And defensive MVP, Dylan Thomas. Um, we'll be back out at the Chessick, uh, the Chessick Practice Center on Friday to go to the Buffalo pre, uh, pre-press game or pre-press conference. I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind right now, but it'll be uh, – coaches and some players. So we'll have a couple more players here on the show for you guys on Friday. That will be announced at a later date, but the way this is working out, man, 
Detroit is seeming closer and closer. Obviously, the bowl game is locked up, but we'll be back later. It'll probably be released over the weekend, the, the pregame for Buffalo. But if you're still awake right now, I have a very important message for you guys. Get your butt over to Fatty's right now. Uh, I can only imagine that place is a madhouse with students, uh, people celebrating and just enjoying this win. Obviously, there won't be any players over here, over there on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, but get over to Fatty's, grab a couple of drinks. And, and when you get in town for the next home game against Western Michigan, make sure you check it out. Uh, before the game to have a couple of drinks, have some, have some food. Uh, it was the home of our live show this season and the way things are working out, the boys have earned us at least one more live show at fatties for the bowl game, potentially a second live show at fatties for the Mac championship. So please don't cancel me for saying Mac conference earlier in the episode. Um, and we'll get into a little bit of the basketball before we close up because that, that game last night as well, phenomenal performance. Trendon Hankerson goes off for 28 points on 9 to 15 shooting. The kid sinks six threes. Uh, and there was clutch free throws from guys like Noah Khan, who's a true freshman down the stretch. Clutch free throws from Anthony Crump. And a clutch, a clutch three down the stretch from friend of the program and, and Tulsa transfer Keyshawn Williams. So in the last 24 hours, we have seen two monumental victories for the NIU Huskies. Coach Hammock got an extension yesterday. Uh, he's going to be staying for a little bit longer. And, and to be honest, this has to be Coach Hammock's dream job. It, it, we get to the press conference after the game, and he is he's completely out of breath. Like, Coach, I, I can't wait to see the video of the celebration after the game because I can only imagine how turned up Coach Hammock was in that celebration. But – like, like us, like the fans, like the players, like the people that support this team, Coach Hammock lives and dies with every single snap for this team. And I'll run through a brick wall on any given day for that man. That's our head coach. There was a lot of people that were doubting him going into this season, and he has done nothing but answer the call week in and week out. Well-deserved extension for Coach Hammock and a great job again tonight securing the victory. For NIU men's basketball, head coach Rashawn Berno secures a victory in his first game against the Washington Huskies on the road. Boneyard basketball win. Just phenomenal day to be a Husky. Uh, we love this podcast. We love the listeners of this show. And, and for our small audience that joined us on the Twitter space today, we really do appreciate you guys for taking the time uh, to hop on the Twitter space. I tried to get it uh, released from the Huskies on tap account, but as all of you guys know, as much fun and, and as, as many episodes as we've put out on this show, I'm not the most technologically advanced guy. So we do appreciate everyone for joining in on the Twitter spaces for the basketball player of the game or player of the week. Again, goes without being said, Trendon Hankerson, 28 points. And if you guys all remember when Trendon came on the show last week for the NIU winter media day, Trendon said one of his goals for this season was to score 1000 points. He got 28 of them opening night and he got the win on the road. Phenomenal day to be a Husky. Uh, some celebratory beers in line while I'm editing this show celebratory drink or two, but I'm ecstatic. And one final note, uh, I don't know if I already touched on it, but, but coach hammock, he asked us all, I think I did, but I'm going to say it again. He asked us all if we're all having as much fun as they are playing, covering this team. And 
after going everything that we went through last year, after being 0-6 and, and come hell or high water, we were putting out an episode. Shout out to my co-host, Ethan. I saw he was on here, or my former co-host, Ethan Payne, for thinking that you're still with us, but he's doing bigger and better things at WREX. It was debilitating at times, and it was it was tough, but I love this team. I love the coaching. I love the players. I love the show, and – it's going to be tough when when uh, it's time for me to move on to a more professional version of of media or if I go and, and take my shot at becoming an NFL agent. But I was actually sitting up in the press box today and I was talking with a former NIU defensive uh, lineman, Miles Baguette, and he actually works with the NIU uh, marketing department. And he asked me, he goes, so, you know, I know you graduate next month. What's next uh, for Huskies on tap? And I'm going to stay throughout the basketball season. Uh, if nothing better comes my way, I obviously will be back for football season and hopefully another season, a live show of fatties. But like I said at the beginning of the season, and I'll say it again until uh, we get a little bit more traction on this, we are currently looking for assistance uh, in the coverage of Huskies on Tap, whether it be in a writing capacity, photography, a co-host of this podcast. We always uh, prefer, I wouldn't say always, but we prefer uh, that, you know, the person coming into the show would be a current student, whether you be an undergrad or a graduate student at Northern Illinois. And obviously you have to have uh, the passion and the love for NIU sports. Um, it's a little bit different over here. We're not your chalk media. We're not your traditional media. But like I said, and like Evan Buss, who said this on uh, the live show about four or five weeks ago, it's all about having fun. And if you saw that team's reaction when the final whistle blew tonight, that's what being a sports fan is all about. Incredible scenes in the last 24 hours for the Huskies. And don't forget, Thursday, NIU men's soccer takes on Bowling Green for a chance at the MAC tournament championship. So they already locked up the regular season championship. They have a chance to lock up the postseason championship. So if you have an opportunity Get out there on Thursday. Check out what this soccer team has to offer. They did bring home some uh, serious silverware as far as player and coach recognition. Head coach Ryan Swan was given the coach of the year by the MAC. I saved myself that time. I didn't say conference. And then Nick uh, Marankovic, I believe is how you pronounce his last name, player of the year. And we had four players selected to the all MAC first team. So it is a great time to be a Husky. Hats off to our athletic director, Sean Frazier, uh, for everything that he's done for these programs to get them into a position where we're, where we're successful across the board. Women's basketball won as well yesterday. So we're catching all the W's this week. NIU men's basketball will be traveling to Assembly Hall in Bloomington, Indiana, to take on uh, first-team AP All-American Trace Jackson Davis and the Indiana Hoosiers. I'll have a post-game article ready to roll for you guys on Saturday morning. And then, like I said, be on the lookout for uh, the Buffalo Week episode uh, on maybe Friday night, Saturday afternoon, depending on when I get it done. Obviously, I won't post it until Monday because the way social media works, that's how we get more clicks. But as always, what a day, what a night, what a game, what a team. It's a beautiful day to be a Husky.
And we really do appreciate everyone for listening to this episode of Huskies on Tap presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill and brought to you by OnTap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. And you can follow our main accounts at Huskies on Tap. The Huskies find a way to win a football game 30 to 29. The Huskies find a way to win a basketball game last night, 71 to 64. And hopefully this Thursday, the Huskies will find a way to win a soccer match and move on in the MAC tournament. But we got nothing else for you guys. As always, we do appreciate you for listening to this episode of Huskies on Tap, our first live Twitter space episode. Thank you to our live listeners. But we got nothing else for you guys. I could talk until I'm literally blue in the face. I got, an, I got a show to edit so that our lovely listeners that weren't with us on the space can listen to it in the morning. But we got nothing else for you guys. And go Huskies. Yeah. I got drink of living left. In the kitchen with magic. I got drink of living left. In the Bye. kitchen with magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Toya put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping it hard.